Welcome to an audio teaching from Windsor Park Baptist Church in Auckland, New Zealand. If you would like to look at the message notes or see some questions for reflection that take their lead from today's teaching, head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz and head to the online tab where you'll see services and series and you can download different resources from there. Thanks for joining us and we hope you're encouraged by today's teaching. Kia ora Windsor whanau. my name is Caleb and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are continuing in our Sermon on the Mount series. Ethan challenged us last week not to judge one another, but instead to work on ourselves and endeavour to be more like Jesus. Today, that is our focus. In our approach to prayer and loving others, how can we be more like Jesus? Open up your Bibles if you would. Turn your phones on and open up the app and turn with me to Matthew 7. Let us read together. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything you do, do unto others that you would have them do to you. For this sums up all the laws of the prophets. What I love about this passage is there is an action of faith that is requested and a certainty of response to that faith. Ask, seek, knock. It will be given to you. You will receive. It will be opened to you. There is no mincing of words here. Jesus is very clear. Ask and you will receive. So why then do we pray prayers that feel like they aren't getting answered? It can't just be me, right? Have you ever prayed a prayer like that? Very earnestly, faithfully, on your knees even. Tears might have even been coming out of your eyes, begging God to grant you this one request. I feel like I've prayed that prayer a thousand times. Yet, they don't always seem to turn out how I expect. They seem to fall short. As a teen growing up with epilepsy, There would be countless days where I would come home from school, tears in my eyes. I would flop onto my bed and be begging God to take away this burden from me. And yet 22 years into this journey with epilepsy, that prayer hasn't been answered yet. Or has it? I have asked, I have seeked. And I have knocked nonstop, like somebody waiting and busting to go to the bathroom. Let me in, let me in. I need to go. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever been in a situation where you have looked for Jesus? You have seeked, you have asked, you have knocked. And the response hasn't been what you expected. To find a greater level of understanding, I don't think we need to look any further than the one who teaches the scripture to us, Jesus. Those of you who are doing the character of God study on a Tuesday night at the moment, you would understand and you would know 
the character of Jesus is compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, loving and faithful. When we pair this with the passage of today and we see Jesus' character, we understand that Jesus is not saying that it is an exclusive thing. He has not made us to to be uh, living in these difficult spaces, but instead He is compassionate. He is enough. His grace is greater. So if we are to understand this and we know that Jesus is enough, Why do we feel like our prayers aren't being answered? I believe that we find the answer when we read the image that Jesus uses here. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Here we see a son asking for a need, bread, something that is giving him life, that is sustaining him. You can view this as physical food or spiritual nourishment, but whatever the bread is for you, Jesus sees the need and he is willing to provide if we ask. I'm reminded of a story where a son is caught stealing a piece of bread and his father asks, Why? All you needed to do was ask me. I would have given you what you needed. You see, the father was a baker and he owned the bakery. He turns to his his son and the father says, Son, everything in this store is yours. All you needed to do was ask and I would have given it to you. It's so easy for us to focus on ourselves rather than our provider. Often we focus on what we want rather than what we may need or what is best for us. How many of us assume to to, to pray is like using a vending machine? I insert my prayer coin, I punch in what I would like, give my request and get exactly what I'm after. Genuinely, I remember doing this as a child standing on our concrete deck outside our green-coloured house in Manyadewa, squeezing my eyes shut as if that is going to help, right? Asking, Jesus, would you bring me a brand new bike? Nothing. Maybe I need to try again. Jesus, would you bring me a brand new bike? Nothing. Maybe I need to be a bit more specific. Jesus, would you bring me a brand new bike right here, right now on the steps in front of me? Nothing. I left feeling slightly delusioned around the whole concept. But how many of us pray like this every single day? We see God through a consumer-driven lens. We put our prayer coin in and expect a result. May I suggest that prayer is like a boat traveling from port to port. It must remain on the correct bearing to reach its destination. It must adjust for tides and winds and the contours of the land. But if it does not readjust, it will not reach its intended destination. Prayer is readjusting our lives to stay on the right bearing. It focuses us on Jesus. Might I suggest that God is more interested in building our character 
than giving us a bike. Notice the son asks for what he needs, not what he wants. I have no doubt that God wants to give us the desires of our heart. Psalm 34 verse 4 says this, but the first part is very clear. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes, he will give us the desires of our heart, but we first need to take delight in him. A consumer approach would say, Lord, you, I love you to get what I want. But a character approach says, I need to align my heart with yours. I need to delight in what he delights. I need to desire what he desires. When I take a consumer approach to my epilepsy, it becomes a question of, why haven't you taken this away? Why haven't you fixed me yet? When I take a character approach though, it becomes, Lord, use me. Make me more like you. Allow me to use these challenges that I face to bring encouragement to others. Allow the experience that I'm in bring honor and glory to you. Again, I do not believe that I would have the character that I do today without Jesus shaping me through this process. Please hear me. There is nothing wrong with being specific in our prayer. Nor is there about anything. Uh, nor is there anything wrong with asking for things. Can I encourage you to do this? Philippians four verse six encourages us: be anxious about nothing, but in everything, in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. But one John five fourteen says, "This is the confidence that we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will." He hears us. Let us be confident in prayer, but let us be aligned with his will. Rachel and I have this prayer book here that we have been using for the past three years. Here we record prayers of the needs of ourselves, of those around us, things that we might see, prayers that people might have, and we write them down with a space below, left for the answer or the response to the prayer, the progress that we might see. Back in February, 2020, Rachel and I were praying that we would get a girl and we got our beautiful daughter Harper, but also we had a few complications in the first pregnancy with our twin boys. And we really didn't want these again. They brought so many problems and we really, really worked hard and prayed saying, God, would you shift this? Listen to this. Praying that I don't get cholestasis or preeclampsia again. The physician has told us it's likely that I'll get cholestasis again and 20% more likely to have preeclampsia. But we're praying against both of these. Here, we have a real issue that we were facing and that we're believing God to move in. And then the answer, April, no sign of either. June, still no signs of complications. Thank you, God. And finally, no complications during the pregnancy at all. Praise God. I don't know about you, but to Rachel and I, this was something that was so encouraging to be able to reflect back on. When we ask, when we seek, and when we knock, He provides. What I believe is important is the nature in which we ask 
And the perspective that we hold and we place on the expectancy is key. Ask, seek, knock. It reveals a persistent nature of our faith. And to whom we are persisting with brings us an assurance of the faithfulness and certainty of His provision. Let me say that again. Persisting in God brings an assurance of His faithfulness and the certainty that He will provide. Ask, seek and knock. It's present and continuous. It's not a once and done thing. Like showing my wife that I love her. It's not like I say it once on our wedding day and that's it. It's an ongoing every day. It's not just I love you each day. It's living it and showing it every day in every way. The same is with prayer and our call to be like Jesus. Persistently asking, seeking and knocking shifts us from a consumer approach to a character approach. It takes us from what can I get to what is God doing with me? How is He changing me? How is He bringing glory to Himself in the process? The final piece of today's scripture, do unto others as you would have them do to you. This sums up the law and all the prophets. You might ask, why is this attached to a message about prayer and faithfully seeking God? Well, might I suggest that we cannot do to others as we would have them do to us in our own strength. We can't even try and work towards it. We think we can, but it's only when we look through the lens of Jesus, through His character at our neighbor, that we then can be empowered by the Holy Spirit and we can really love our neighbor. Jesus is not just giving us a practical way in which we can begin to ask, seek and knock. He's not only doing that, but He's not just saying, here's a a way that you can uh, live by or a principle or a play-by-play. He's actually inviting us to pursue Him, to be like Him. Are you pursuing Jesus today? Are you doing the ask, the seek and the knock? What are you doing about that? When Rachel and I first got married, we decided every night that we would declare Scripture together. We did this for several years and I've been stirred in the process of writing this to continue doing that. Every night we would declare a set of Scriptures, not in the hope of greater finances, but we would do this as a present and continuous way of asking, seeking and knocking shifting us from a consumer faith to a character faith. As we close today, I would love to pray and declare these scriptures over all of you. Please feel free to read along and join with me. Feel free to put in the eyes, the me's, the my's in those spaces too. My God provides. You are Jehovah Jireh, our God who provides. We confess we lack nothing. Your grace is sufficient for us. We do not worry, for you, our Father, care for us. You know what our needs are. Before we call, you will answer. We know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for our sakes He became poor, so that through His poverty, we might become rich. 
our God will meet all our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Those who know your name will trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. You are our God who provides. Amen. Thank you for joining our audio teaching today. If there are ways that we can continue to support you or help you in your journey, please reach out to us. Head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz, and you'll find various ways to contact us. God bless.